Welcome to Sunday School Special, where biblical motivation leads towards spiritual dedication. This episode is the teacher edition reading of the Bible Expositor and Illuminator. It will comprise of preparing to teach the lesson and guiding the superintendent. This Sunday School lesson is for July 12, 2020, titled Samuel's Leadership brings victory coming from 1 Samuel 7 chapter 1st to the 12th verses followed with the golden text coming from 1 Samuel 7th chapter 8th verse listening to the daily scriptures leading to the lesson and note taking are highly recommended as it helps to retain and recall information during lesson discussion the reading will begin after the sound of the bell Preparing to Teach the Lesson We are all familiar with the phrase, God bless America. Politicians as well as preachers say it. In fact, it is one of the trademark sayings of patriotism. But what does it take for a nation to be blessed by God? It is certainly not perfection because no one is perfect. However, Psalm 33 verse 12 says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he hath chosen for his own inheritance. A nation that worships the Lord will be blessed. The nation that pulls away from God or outright rejects him invites his wrath. Political leaders who treat God as though he is irrelevant or unfit for the public arena are putting themselves and the people they govern on a perilous road. This week, we will see how a proper view of God can lead to national revival and prosperity. For today's aim, the facts, is to acknowledge that those who desire to be blessed by God must love and worship Him properly. The principle is to realize that a cavalier attitude toward God or rejection of Him will bring His wrath. The application is to remember that if we want God to bless us, then it is necessary to repent and acknowledge His total supremacy over our lives. Introducing the Lesson Life in Israel during the early years of Samuel's ministry was topsy-turvy to say the least. Israel was more a loose federation of 12 individual tribes than a united nation. There was no strong, godly leadership among the people to draw them together. To make matters worse, the Ark of the Covenant, the most sacred object on earth, was being moved around between Philistine territory and different parts of Israel. The people did not have a proper view of God until he raised up Samuel and brought him to the forefront in Israel. Developing the Lesson Samuel calls on Israel to repent. 1 Samuel 7 chapter, 1st to the 4th verses. The Philistines had captured the Ark of the Covenant in an earlier battle, but chastisement from the Lord induced them to return it. They left it at Beth Shemesh in Israel, where further difficulties ensued. The Ark was then brought to the Israelite town of Kirjath-Jerim, where it resided for the next 20 years. 
It rested in the home of a man named Abinadab, but it did not have a tabernacle or temple constructed specifically for it. The people in Kirjath-Jerim appointed Abinadab's son, Eleazar, to care for it. During this time, the people of Israel began to have a change of heart toward the Lord. They began to lament, that is, long for God. For the first time in a long time, the people of Israel began to seek after the Lord. The lamentation that they felt was due to a recognition of their sin against Him. Samuel noticed that the people began to seek after God, so he seized the opportunity to call the entire nation to repentance. If they truly wanted to return to the Lord, some specific actions were necessary on their part. First, they had to put away their foreign gods and stop their idolatrous practices. Second, they had to turn back to the Lord and serve Him only. Samuel declared that if they did these two things, then God would deliver Israel from the Philistines. The people did everything Samuel commanded. Notice that repentance does not simply involve an apology. Repentance demands action. It is not simply turning away from sin. It also involves turning to the Lord. It is not only forsaking evil, but it also actively pursuing righteousness. Samuel calls on God to save Israel. 1 Samuel 7 chapter 5 through the 12th verses. Samuel told the people to assemble together at Mizpah, a town about seven miles north of Jerusalem. When they gathered there, they poured water out before the Lord, which was an act of self-denial. Water comes in abundance for most Americans, but it was precious but it was a precious commodity in the ancient Near East. Pouring it on the ground before God showed that they were trusting Him for the basic necessities of life. Together, the people fasted and repented. They admitted their sin to God and devoted themselves to Him. The Philistines, meanwhile, heard that there was a large gathering of Israelites at Mizpah and saw a prime opportunity to attack them all at once. This struck fear in the hearts of the Israelites, for the Philistines were superior to them militarily and had dominated them for a long time. Instead of despairing in fear, however, the people called on Samuel to pray to God for them. Samuel took a lamb and offered it as a sacrifice to the Lord. The purpose of the burnt offering was to make atonement for sin. While Samuel was preparing the sacrifice, the Philistines drew near to attack the Israelites. God responded by sending a thunderous noise that sent the Philistines into a mad state of confusion. The tables turned instantly as Israel defeated the Philistines in a dramatic victory. Samuel set up an altar between the towns of Mizpah and Shin and named it Ebenezer, Stone of Help. This is significant because they had suffered defeat at the hands of the Philistines years before because Israel had not trusted the Lord, but had relied on their own strength. The new Ebenezer, however, marked the place where God had heard their cry and delivered them from the Philistines. The people of Israel were blessed when they repented and turned to the Lord. Illustrating the Lesson Repentance is best understood as turning away from sin and turning to God. Concluding the Lesson the Israelites are an example to us 
of the importance of worshiping God and God alone. There are many distractions in our lives that vie for our attention, but God will not take second place. If we want to receive his blessing, we must devote ourselves entirely to him. He does not allow his people to worship him and anything else at the same time. Anticipating the next lesson. Next week's lesson finds Samuel as an old man who is near the end of his life. His sons prove to be corrupt, and Israel demands a king to be like the other nations. Guiding the Superintendent Our study of Israel's early leaders concludes with the last of the judges, Samuel, who was a prophet as well as a priest. His tenure will mark the transition from the judges to the kings as the form of leadership in Israel. The time of the judges was an era when Israel was prone to leave the one true God for the lesser deities of the tribes around them. Each time that happened, they became enslaved to others and it took a period of servitude to make them reach the point of crying out to God for help. Even today, some need the harsh reality of deep trouble or extremely trying times to make them want God in their lives. And we need to be thankful for those who do turn to the Lord. Samuel was a very able person, devoted to God and willing to work to bring Israel back to him. Devotional Outline Return of the Ark 1 Samuel 7 chapter 1 to the 2nd verses the Ark of the Covenant had been lost in battle against the Philistines when it was used for luck, as a rabbit's foot is used by the superstitious today. After several months in enemy's hands, it was returned to Israel and was kept in Kirjath Jerim for 20 years. It was during this two-decade period that Israel began to soften toward the Lord, a condition that again prompted Samuel to confront their spiritual needs. Repentance of the people, First Samuel 7, chapter, 3rd to the 6th verse. Samuel challenged the people that if they really were remorseful over their lives and what happened to the ark, the symbol of God's presence, they should wholeheartedly repent and serve the Lord exclusively. They could not straddle the fence between serving the one true God and idols, and if they followed his advice, God would deliver them from the Philistines. So the Israelites cast off their idols of Baal and Ashtaroth and turned to God. They met together with sincerity, fasting, and confessing their sins. True repentance cannot be hidden, but shows itself in altered lives and worship. Retreat of the Philistines 1 Samuel 7 chapter 7 to the 12th verse Upon hearing that the Israelites were amassed in a particular area for their fasting, the enemy came up against them to do them harm. When the people became aware of the danger they were in, they implored Samuel to pray for their survival. In response to Israel's change of heart and Samuel's sacrifice, the Lord sent great thunder on the enemy, which confused and frightened them into a hasty retreat, and Israel started a hot pursuit. Scholars note that the pagan gods, Baal and Ashtaroth, were the gods of storm and fertility, and the great thunder from God was designed not only to confuse them, 
but also to show that Israel's God was the God of everything. Samuel took the opportunity of the great victory to set up a mocker. Samuel took the opportunity of the great victory to set up a marker to commemorate the occasion as a visible reminder that it was God who granted his repentant people deliverance from the enemy. Ebenezer means stone of help. Children's Corner coming from 1 Samuel 7 chapter 1st to the 12th verses title Samuel prays for victory. Samuel was a good leader. When the people of Israel felt guilty for abandoning God, Samuel encouraged them to repent. He told the people to stop worshiping other gods and pray. While the Israelites were praying, the Philistines came to attack them. The Israelites asked Samuel to pray for them, and God gave them a great victory over the enemy. This will conclude our reading for the teacher edition of the Bible Expositor and Illuminator for July 12, 2020, lesson titled, Samuel's Leadership Brings Victory, coming from 1 Samuel 7, chapter 1-12 through the 12 verses, with the golden text from 1 Samuel 7, chapter and 8th verse. As a quick note, I have noticed that not many listeners are taking advantage of the daily readings. Would that cause me to edit out the readings? Absolutely not. It would be wrong for me to stop doing something the Lord has put on my heart to do. Therefore, I implore you and others to take the time to listen to the readings leading to the lesson. I assure you, you will be blessed. As stated in the student edition, anyone is welcome to listen to both editions. However, the heart of the lesson, Jewish aspect, and world missions from the Bible Expositor and Illuminator have not been read. Therefore, as we build this podcast together, please let me know if this extra resource should be added as an episode or of any other recommendations. You may send your ideas, may be shared to sundayschoolspecial at gmail.com or you may leave a voicemail message by clicking on the message button on the bottom of the episode. Thank you so much for your listening support. Our next lesson will be for July 19th, 2020, titled Israel Demands a King, which will be coming from 1 Samuel 8th chapter, 1st through the 11th verses and 18th through the 20th verses. Our first daily reading for that lesson is titled, God's Law for Kings, coming from Deuteronomy 17th chapter, 14th through the 20th verses. Look forward to seeing you there. Until then, this is Miss Jones, host and narrator of Sunday School Special, where biblical motivation leads towards spiritual dedication. God bless. Thank you.